is cold, the fields are bare, the branches fold against the wind that's everywhere. The birds move on so they survive. When snow's so deep, the bears all sleep to keep themselves alive. They do what they must for now and trust in their plan. If I trust in mine somehow, I might find. Welcome to Disney Minus, where for some godforsaken reason we decided to watch every Disney movie ever made. I'm Kat, and I can safely say I have never fringed a raccoon in my life. <laughs> That's something that happens in this movie. Fuck. Yeah, it sure is. I'm Steven, and I'm a master bear baiter. Okay, I have the joke was there. I, I will have words with you about that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not for real. That's actually terrible, but the joke had to be made. Uh, I am at. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm Ash, and realistically speaking, this is the first Disney movie where the hero just straight up kills a guy because I refuse to believe he would have survived that. Yeah, I don't remember what part you're talking about. We'll get to it. Yeah, I assume. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I saw that I had two weeks to watch this movie, said I don't want to, and then watched it last night while I was trading Mr. Vices, Mr. Vi. We were going to watch it earlier, and then we started watching The Simpsons instead. That's also fair. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, special boop. thanks to my father for letting me borrow his Disney Plus, his Disney Plus account oh, yeah. to watch this movie. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> arty, arty, arty. Okay, so we should... Go ahead and say it. We're watching. Po- we watched Pocahontas two. Pocahontas two. The- they made another one. Yeah, basically the journey to the new world. Because 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 you see, to England, America is the new world, but to Pocahontas, England is the new world. Yeah, Do in- you get it? In Soviet Russia, world news. You. <laughs> and that's the episode title. Yeah, yep. great. Just great. Um, in accordance with my bit on this podcast, which I have decided is getting way too into, uh, small coastal cities in the West Atlantic, uh, West Atlantic, East Atlantic, West Atlantic is America, East Atlantic is, uh, the other one. Uh, I want to talk to you today about St. Peter Port. Okay. It is the, it, it is the largest town in... It's territory. Do you want to take a guess at how big that is? Uh, three and a half football fields. No, I meant people. Uh, three and a half. <laughs> One guy's just constantly standing on the city border. Uh, it's it is it is nineteen thousand people. Oh, okay, that's fair. In six and a half square kilometers. I don't know how big that is. That's less than like six miles to a side square. Yeah, that's small. Uh, hey, when uh, when you're packing an entire self-governing British Crown dependency into uh, <laughs> less than the size of Philadelphia, not Pennsylvania, the city of Philadelphia, uh, yeah, you can't expect much out of them, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this will return later. Oh. Hey, God. Not really, but like... <laughs> mm. Anyway. I mean, I was, honestly, I was honestly hoping. I actually like this bit. Uh, who wants to start us off with the beginning of the movie? One, two, three, uh, no. Fine. 
the the beginning of, okay first off i'm gonna say it there are a lot of sword fights in this movie and there they're are. all boring as shit like these are the most boring sword fights i think i've ever seen they they, they could have been worse they're very form they're that very basic they're just two guys sword at each other but bleh, like bleh, later in the bleh. movie there's at least a couple interesting environmental kills that's true probably i don't remember um <laughs> So the beginning of the movie is dark darkness, and then John Smith. Hang on, in London, John Smith is ambushed by a group of soldiers. Yeah, with that, with a war. Okay, yeah, we open. I first off, I have no idea how much time is supposed to have passed because, like, we haven't covered the first movie yet. But the first movie ends with John Smith like shot and being taken back to England, hoping that he won't die on the way. I guess. So it's been enough time that he has healed. Uh, when we're first introduced to Pocahontas, I swear I thought that her dad was dead and she had taken over, but I'm not super sure if he's just stepped down and she's the chief. Who, Chief Pahatan? Or He's still around? Yeah. No, yeah, he's chief. still there in no. charge. No, yeah. no, no, no. When we when we first see Pocahontas during like her oh, intro yeah. song yeah. and it like showed him, showed like a vision of him like fading away, it was like, oh okay, I guess he died. Like Pohatan's no. a real man. <laughs> I mean, that would be about par for the course for Disney to kill him off, though. Yeah. <laughs> Disney doesn't like two-parent households. In fairness, we've, I, we don't know her mom. So it is still a one-parent household. Artie. Well, yeah, Artie mom, quit licking my feet. That's her necklace that Pocahontas wears. That was it. Anyway, some dudes show up and they're arresting John Smith. We don't know why. I can only hope it's for his real-world crimes, but that's probably not true. That's a little um, but go on. <laughs> um, uh, they they fight. He runs away. Um, fucking what is it? Governor Radcliffe. Yeah, has we Radcliffe shows up and like we can assume that he's. We don't. We never find out. I don't remember if we find out exactly what he sold. Uh, the uh, King James, but the we can assume the basics of it from knowing the first movie and who Radcliffe is. I have no idea. Probably, probably the first movie. That's honestly, you're better for it. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, we can, can probably assume he told him something like, "There actually is gold over there," but Smith tried to mutiny or whatever. And the fact that I don't pay attention to the fact that I came here wrapped up in chains. Forget about that. They didn't actually arrest me for doing anything bad. He's the actual bad guy, Your Honor. So, I, which I guess King James just took at face value, which seems right for the way he's portrayed in the movie. Um, so he sent dudes to arrest John Smith. He fights slash runs away until it does the thing where he's like hanging on a ledge, which I swear to God is just the top of a building. So you would think people would notice any of this happening in like the streets of London at 2am, but I guess not. Um... <laughs> And but they they do the thing where like uh, Radcliffe I think steps on his hand or just lets him fall I don't remember uh, but he falls I think I want to say into into the river I honestly don't remember I hate I hated this I hated all of this but he's the point is that he's presumed dead Radcliffe is like yes they finally got rid of him and now for this the man girl is definitely for real dead yes he will not show back up later in the movie. Pretending to be Aragorn. Nope. He absolutely, absolutely has the not. Disney villain death or the Disney character death. <laughs> yeah, he falls a long way into water. Yep. Which I mean, in fairness, Disney does like to do with its character deaths, is having them fall a long way off screen. 
But <laughs> into lava, into water, into a pack of wildebeests. Honestly, just into the French countryside if you're Gaston. Boop. Um, but then we we cut over. Actually, we cut basically, I think, like to the next day with um, Radcliffe trying to talk him into or trying to talk King James into letting him take the armada and go and attack the savages in the in the colonies that were threatening Jamestown, probably. And then John Rolfe is there and he's like, wait, no, we should go and meet with the chief and actually talk stuff out and what, or whatever. And James is like, you know what? Yes to both of you. Because <laughs> that's basically what he does. He tells, like, he goes ahead and tells Radcliffe, all right, you know what? I like that plan. Have everybody on standby. And then tells John Rolfe that, like, okay, we'll meet with this chief. But depending on how that goes, I'm going to go ahead and tell uh, Radcliffe that he's good to go with the, with the attacking. Send the armada. Which, like, yeah. Like, all right. He's got the armada on standby for, like, the whole movie. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how long it takes to get from England to America by boat. But especially on back in the day boats, I would imagine it takes a while. But they kind of make it seem like he just got there the next day, which is funny. Um, I don't know. There's there's some scuffle and Pocahontas is like hanging out. And we don't see any of the characters from the first movie, which is annoying to to me because it's like the way some of the random side villagers talk. It seems like they're like she she at least is on good terms with them and uh-huh. the way that. Um, just to butt in real quick, uh, apparently yes. in the sev- around the 1700s, ships took about six to eight weeks to get across the Atlantic. Yeah, I was also See, that so, for, so, almost so for one, John Smith would have super died oh, he absolutely on the way back in the first movie. But, he absolutely would have. <laughs> but, but yeah, they, they act like it was just the next day or whatever, because it's like, oh, there we are. Um, there's There ends up being a scuffle, I think, because like, he bumps into it. I don't. I don't fucking remember. I don't. I didn't like it, and it was boring. Um. The uh, she's hanging out. The people are just kind of. There's there's no like banter among people, so it's hard to really say if like they like her presence there or if they're trying to ignore her because it's just having NPCs walk around without saying anything. Right. Okay. What? Where are we at right now? We're we're in Jamestown. As okay. John Rolfe is coming in. Yes. And um, what is kind of cool is that we see, like, some of the people from Pocahontas' tribe, like, blending in with the trees, like, with the face paint and shit, which is, that part's fucking neat, because when they step out, it's like they're just melting out of the forest, which is fucking rad. Um, what, what, what actually happens? Because, like... I, I know I kept saying they there's a scuffle, but like they okay. Do you want me to describe the actual like international incident that almost happens? Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, so I don't remember exactly what leads up to this, but there is a man with a sack. There is like an Englishman with a there's an English there's a colonial settler who has a large sack. That's right. And the hummingbird yeah, the... pokes a big hole in the sack, and like some sort <laughs> of a food falls out. Ah, and... biscuits. And then a biscuit falls out, and then between and then the pug and the raccoon uh, chase after the biscuit. I think the horse also gets it. They spook the horse. 
That's okay. While they're chasing after the biscuit. And then Pocahontas pushes Biscuit Man out of the way of the rampaging horse. And then Biscuit Man is absolutely not thankful. Is like fucking slaps her in the face, I think. Something like that. He either does he either does or like is about to. Yeah, he either does or is about to, and then the 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 native peoples uh, of the tribe who are watching from atop the hill, like yeah, draw their bows and their spears and their their assorted weapons. And then in reaction <laughs> to this, the Englishmen like like aim at them with firearms. Yeah, which like because this is the weird part if you've watched the first movie because it ends with like hurt like Pocahontas's people and. John Smith's people in Jamestown, like, all making up and being, like, it ends with them, like, being friends. At least it, that seems to be the implication. But, like, now it's like, no, they fucking hate each other, except for Pocahontas. The townspeople are cool with her coming in. Yeah, Pocahontas tries to make peace. It It's questionable whether or not it's working, but then John Rolfe steps in and tells, and orders his men to stand down. Yeah... And then him and Pocahontas get in a fight over that, and she gets a sick burn in on him. I don't know if you remembered the sick burn. I don't. Uh, I know she says, says like she didn't ask for his help. Manners around here. Oh, and she says something yeah, that's like, right. You've just arrived. I wouldn't expect you to know manners yet. That's right. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, yeah, you, ha- you have to do this delicately with ma- like manners and decor. I don't fucking remember manners and something else. And she was like, yeah, well, you just got here. You don't know those yet. <laughs> And he's like, what a weird, weird girl who's never not going to be important later on. What a weird bitch whose name I don't know. Yeah. fucking. And like now the NPCs are finally talking because like two random villagers walk by and they're like, oh, wow, I thought there was really going to be a fight. And then this other lady's like, oh, don't worry, Pocahontas would never allow that. And he's like, hmm, I wonder who this Pocahontas is. And then we, there are a lot more musical numbers in this one. And yeah, like, this is like a musical. Yeah, this is like capital D, capital M, a Disney musical. Um, well, obviously the D is capital, it is Disney, but fucking, you know what I mean. Um, like there are so- songs like every couple minutes, and honestly, none of them are very good. Like not that they're bad, but like the couple songs that we they're got in the very the, formulaic Disney show. They are exactly that. Like. Literally, when the song when they get into England and all the townspeople start singing, it's just fucking the beginning of um, Beauty and the Beast, but in London town instead. Right? Yeah, they go to fucking London. <laughs> yeah, because like we didn't get a ton of songs in the first movie, but they all honestly kind of slapped, except for that one that was cut out, but they put back in for the DVD release. <laughs> that one was honestly sort of boring, and I see why it got cut. But the rest of them, just around the river bend, um, listen with your heart is honestly pretty good. Even I see a lot of long. people pointing at savages as like, I this randomly is, this is, yeah, this is how Yeah, this is a good example of hypocrisy. And like, it is, it is a great <laughs> example of hypocrisy. But <laughs> it is also a good song with the two uh, sides like playing off yeah. of each other without actually being there. And then it fucking ends with, like, both of their, like, smoke stuff just meeting in the sky. Ah, fucking, when we get to it, when we actually cover that movie, the songs are... Savages, the songs are absolutely savages, I am going to, to kill you. Basically. I mean, it's, it's, the, 
they're all they're all still not much, but they're like compared to the songs in this movie, absolute bangers. Yeah, <laughs> all of the songs um, in this movie are completely forgettable. I don't know what any of them are anymore. God, they really are. Actually, There's the one like with the clowns was a little all right. That yeah, bit. that one that one had strong like Clopon from um hunchback energy which is the only reason i enjoyed also, it because they I enjoyed fucking it. drilled they they fucking drilled they jackhammered in the fucking <laughs> meaning of that song dude we'll get to <laughs> that we did. will get to that we'll get to it but holy shit um but yeah so basically pocahontas's thing is that like she still see this is where, like, again, the the way that they have her struggling is I really thought that, like, her dad, uh, that uh, Pahatan had died and that she had taken over as chief. Because he's but doing no, the whole, like, oh, I don't... But no, they're just recapitulating her character arc from the previous movie, I assume. I have Yeah. But, uh, basically, because in the, the first one, it's like, oh, these new guys showed up. Now I don't really know what to do. Like, I've had this way of life, but uh, this is also neat. And she's so kind of like that. She's She's like, oh, I've feel so directionless i don't really know what to do with myself which we see a couple random shots but her friend whose name i don't remember seems to have married poco um, i hope the two of them are actually very happy nakoma is her name thank you i honestly i hope the two of them are happy because coco didn't really have much going on in the first movie but he also was didn't really need to be there <laughs> he was only there in the sense that like this is the guy she's supposed to marry but she likes john smith more so, you know. <laughs> anyway, they are having like it they have them they have them act, like dancing around the fire like it's supposed to be like a ceremony yeah, or celebration exactly or something. I'm not sure what the purpose of this scene was. There's no music happening or if there is it's very quiet and it was so weird. It, it's a weird <sighs> scene. Yeah, that's the only not in my notes, that's the only note I took that wasn't just writing down a thing somebody said, because I was like, yo, shouldn't there be music at this party? Um, but, but like, I guess, like, the next... The, the sense of time for this first section of the movie isn't very good, but I guess it's, like, the next day, um, John Rolfe walks in, and he's like, hey! Oh, right, yeah, the person whose death she's mourning is John Smith, because somehow they know that John Smith is dead. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's also why I'm like, how much fucking time has passed? Because the transition makes it look like this was again, like the next day, but it's been enough time where, because I assume they probably, the Jamestown probably has like regular supply ships coming in, which was most likely how they would have heard like one of the sailors on the supply ship telling somebody in the village, in the town, like, oh man, did you guys hear that dude that was that you guys all like? Fucking dead. Oof. So like... <laughs> how <laughs> because they they already know which if we take real real world timelines means that 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 the boat telling them that would have had to have left at the at the very least the next day once word started getting around london that he was dead which i'll accept that but so you said like six to eight weeks so boom that and then however much longer it is for john rolfe actually getting there which, if we say maybe they or maybe they left port pretty close together, like one was just a regular supply ship leaving, and then John Rolfe looks like he also brought some supplies, but fucking whatever. Maybe he dragged his feet and he came out on like the next supply ship, and they come like monthly or something. I don't know, <laughs> and I don't know why this bothers me as much as it does. 
but the timeline in this first chunk of the movie makes no goddamn sense. Boop. But anyway, um, John Rolfe shows up and he's like, hi, I'm from England and I'm here to ask you to come see the king. I was told that someone named Pocahontas, that's right, he he only knows one person's name. And he, he calls the chief Pocahontas, well, he he presents this horse as a gift, as a gift to Pocahontas. And assuming that and that's Pocahontas the like, yeah, cool, give it to my daughter. <laughs> yeah, cool. Here, Pocahontas, my daughter, have this. And then, yeah, uh, uh, John is like, no, no, go, 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 the go, go, thing. and he's like, did I fucking stutter? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, dude came in knowing only one person's name. Honestly, you should have taken like a day or two to ask around to Jamestown and be like, hey, do you guys know anything about the local tribe? I'm supposed to go talk to them. Uh, but by no. the way, um, John Rolfe, voiced by Billy Zane. Fucking wild. It's Ansem, everybody. Yeah! God. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, another, he is the another, uh, another fun voice actor fact. Uh, they couldn't get Mel Gibson back, so they replaced him with his younger brother. <laughs> oh my god, Donald Gibson, you're right. I went into the thing. David Ogden Sears as Governor Radcliffe. I don't know if that's who played him the first time, but this sounds right, so probably. Russell Means, who is actually an, a Native American man as Powhatan. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, okay, it's Jim Cummings playing King James. That makes a lot of sense now. Yep. Brad Garrett plays Uti. Okay, I would, li- I would like to go on a tangent about this character. Utamakamakin. Utamatamakin. Yeah. Real like, man. It takes you a sec, but it's not Real hard. man from real life. Accor- at the very least, according to Wikipedia and Wikipedia's various sources, the proper, correct shortening of his name is Tomokoma. Which is <laughs> fucking wild that they even... Yeah, an ex- there's an existing nickname for him, and they were like, nah. Nah, children can't remember a name that's four syllables. Meanwhile, as a kid, I had, like, every Pokemon and Digimon straight memorized, and my mom was like, I don't know how you do that. Okay, but, a dumb question, are there any Pokemon whose name is longer than four syllables? Uh, probably not, because of character limitations. Um, right. I know for Alligator, uses exactly as much room as they had. Let me see. Uh, For Alligator's five syllables, yeah. Yeah, there we go, five syllables. There we are. Fucking... Boo. We, we could have made it work. Disney, trust your audience. <laughs> but they, honestly, if they had gone with that, they probably would have ended up calling him Tom or some bullshit. Oh, no. They got Pocahontas. No. That's the same length. Why can't they call this man Tomokomo? Oh, my God. Fucking seriously. <laughs> You're right. That's the title of the movie. <laughs> anyway, though, um... <laughs> Dude, dude shows up, gives the horse, is all like, oh, girl. Uh, uh, yeah, but he, he's basically, like, and this is what, this is why I thought maybe Powhatan had, like, retired and let her take over, because he says that she's gonna be the one to go, but, and, I don't, I guess he's just sending her more, because, because he doesn't want to go to England. Yeah, the, honestly, fair, he didn't want to go to England, and that's a good enough damn reason. Um, 
But Pocahontas is like, well, why doesn't your king come here? And he's like, I'm afraid that's not done. And like, my guy, that's the whole problem right, right? there. <laughs> you have successfully summarized England's problem with everything. Yeah, England sucks. <sighs> I mean, not wrong. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so he, he convinces her to to come back to England with him. Uh, her dad gives his blessing and is like, hey, be safe. You're my daughter and I love you. Please don't fucking die. Um, which, she did marry John Rolfe in real life, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. She was also a child, so. Yeah, she was also so there's much, that much too. much younger than him. Uh, fun fact about King J- uh, fun fact about England, uh, prominently displayed at several points in this film is the Union Jack, the modern British flag. Oh, fuck, I didn't even catch that. Oh, that damn it. That may be accurate, because the first king of Great Britain and Ireland was King James the Sixth and First, the guy from this movie. Hmm. Huh. Oh, shit. Yeah, she died at the age of fucking yeah, he's, 21. He's depicted as kind of a well-meaning idiot in this, in this, because he keeps getting fooled by Ratcliffe constantly. But he wrote, yeah. like, he wrote like three entire books. Well, at least, at the <laughs> very least three essays. He, he he's wrote at least three different works. He sponsored the translation of the Bible into English. You know, the King James Bible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, one, one's called the wisest fool in Christendom. Cool. But no, no, no. He's just a, a just a funny guy. You know, he's just a dude who was funny. Y'all, I'm gonna. I clicked over to Real Pocahontas' wiki page for a minute, and I'm going to share with you the picture that they have at the top of it, because fucking damn. Okay, uh, so the the modern Union Jack, which I believe is the one in the movie, I could be wrong, there. Uh, oh dates to 1801. The Union of Great Britain and Ireland. Y'all, okay. But y'all, yeah, when, is, at, when is this set? Uh, if... I did. Okay, Bohatton died in six in sixteen eighteen. So like before that. Yeah. So definitely the the Union Jack depicted in this is wrong, but it wouldn't be the English flag. It would be the the flag of England and Scotland, which which uh, was made which was existed uh, at around the time of this movie, uh, twelve April sixteen oh six. Well. Then we got that then. Because, yeah, uh, in real life, she and John Rolfe married in 1614. So, I guess we could say roughly about there. Okay, yeah, like, actually, didn't, I, I think this, hmm. Uh, Pocahontas and Tomacoma were never given a formal audience before King James. However, January 1617, they were bought before the king at the banqueting house in Whitehall Palace. yeah. I think Wait, this movie is, that... is to some extent based on that. Shit. Uh, it was a Powhatan holy man who accompanied Pocahontas when she was taken to London in 1616. So I can only assume like late okay. 1616, early 1617. Yeah, uh, they got married in March, so that sounds right. Oh, wait, no. I'm also, sorry. Every March, time they refer 16, to, 17. Uh, every time they refer to, every time the Wikipedia page refers to uh, John Rolfe, just as Rolfe, because there's two Johns. Uh, oh. I think of uh, a different Rolfe, uh, <laughs> the... the angry video game guy. Oh, I think of Ed Ed and Eddie Rolfe. 
No, I think of James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. That's also fair. Anyway, uh, we, probably were, talk we, about... we were at um, yeah, back to the, the meeting movie. between John Rolfe and Powhatan. Yeah. I might be pronouncing um, that guy's name wrong, I'm sorry. Also, that's not his name. That's his, ti- that's his title. Fuck, you're right. His name is actually quite long, and I haven't the faintest clue how to pronounce it. But yes, as he was as as he was the first great chief of the Powhatan people, that was his title. Shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, yeah, so he he convinces her to go with him, and uh, her dad's like, you know, be, be safe, please don't die, I love you. And he he gives Uti eh, Tomokomo Tomokomo he gives Tomokomo a staff and is like cut a notch in this for every pale face that you see, and Not immediately made up I'm like by that the movie. According to at least one of Wikipedia sources, arriving at Plymouth, <laughs> Tomokoma picked up a stitch. Uh, 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 Tomokoma must have been trusted by Chief Bohatton, as Bohatton requested him to accompany her in order to count the number of people in England. Arriving at Plymouth, Tomokoma picked up a stick on which to mark, mark notches to keep a tally, but soon grew weary of that task. Yeah, yeah, I fucking bet. Uh, which also, we see him doing in the... the... Bohatton also asked him to discover whether Smith was still alive. This was because they were told he was dead, but Pocahontas told Smith that your countrymen lie too much. Yeah, yeah you know, again, not wrong. <sighs> but yeah, which we, we see during the, hey, welcome to London musical number, that he's like, uh, shit, 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 fuck. Yeah, he and keeps by, chipping like, the more, more notches into the stick over the course of the musical number, which I think was funny. Yeah, by the end of it, it's like a toothpick, and he's like, well, this is gone. Uh, another thing that happens in the musical number, uh, Shakespeare shows up. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? I don't know why. You that fucking know. Me up. They even have like they work. He him says in. a line from one of his plays, and then he writes it down. Da- oh, um, he couldn't yeah. have been here because he died at like the year of. He died in sixteen sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> he fucking he did this immediately went and wrote Hamlet and then collapsed <laughs> because they have him for some reason just say like I think one person leads with, ends with the line like because who knows and he, then he picks up what is to be or not to be and he's like ooh wait and picks up like a fucking piece of parchment and like jots it down real quick like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I don't understand. What do you un- I don't know why. Yeah, it's unclear exactly how Shakespeare died, but he may have drank himself into an early grave. <sighs> also fair. Uh, honestly, that was the that was the most emotion I felt for the entire movie because the rest of it I was bored. Right. Eh, huh. I was mostly uh, I was mostly kept amused by looking various things up and also playing Minecraft while I was listening to it in that's, the background. <laughs> okay, that's also fair. I mean, I mean, I wasn't like bored a hundred percent. I was bored with the movie, but like the wonder trading, I was like, all right, let's see what I get. Um, fucking, uh, they John Rolfe takes him takes them to there's a there's an ongoing bit where Uti never wants to get into uh, Tomokomo never wants to get into a um a carriage and he's always just like this guy never talks until like the very end of the movie yeah and eventually they're polite was... enough to ask him whether he wants to ride or run yeah and he just like doesn't say anything and they're like okay I, uh bye i guess 
and he's just running right behind the carriage the entire time. Except for this one time later in the movie where they were all on horseback and he didn't get on a horse, but fucking sat there and pantomimed riding a horse as he was running along. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they had him they had him basically do the Monty Python and the Holy Grail thing. Wild. Incredible. Just oh my god. Um, but yeah, uh, John Rolfe takes the two of them and also Flit and um, yeah, Nico the, uh, the funny and animals, Percy. Yeah, the funny animals who, get into trouble on the boat. Yeah, they get in trouble on the boat. They get in trouble in London. They get in, they get in trouble. A whole bunch whole, of funny like, animal shit happens. Yeah, until eventually, the, even they get bored with the, that bit and just stay at John Rolfe's house with the. The, the maid, this is the point name. where the maid is introduced. I forgot her name. Her name is Mrs. Jenkins. She's apparently been with that was the a... Rolf family for like a while, a while. Well, there we she's, go. It's implied that she's been that she's been with them since before he was alive, since she's older than him, and that's basically what's said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. She kisses. She accidentally kisses the raccoon on the face because she's nearsighted. Yeah. Yeah, they they do, and don't get me wrong. Without my glasses, I can't see for shit. But they do the haha funny. See, basically the. Like, at one point, treatment. there's a sight gag where she's adjusting a painting, and she act, and she turns it upside down. And is like, yes, this is normal because she's not wearing her glasses. Yeah, it, it's it's whatever. It's if I cared more about this movie, I'd probably be like mildly or be put off to some degree because ha ha ha, this trope has. Again, I will accept the absolute blindness without glasses for Velma Dinkley and only Velma Dinkley. Anyone else can get the fuck out. <laughs> because it's not how that works. And I, again, I, don't get me wrong. My vision sucks. I understand that. But anyway, um, he leaves Pocahontas there so he can go tell the king, hey, BT dubs, I brought back. Uh, definitely the chief of the engines actually, actually, that you wanted. He doesn't to see. say that. He said he 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 says straight out. I, I the chief did not come, but I got the princess. And King James is like, "Oh, you're right. He does. He does say sucks. that straight out." Uh, I, I'm not. Sure yeah, there's like that. And queen and the queen, who is apparently smarter than him, tries to speak reason. But uh, Ratcliffe, the rat bastard, is like, "Invite them to the fucking hunt, hunt the great hunt ball or whatever it's called." Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, because he's like, what a woman? And we get this this look from Anne, like, buddy. Um, yeah, he goes like, a woman. Oh, you don't woman. say. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, yeah, they, thanks to, thanks to Radcliffe, they decide to, um, oh, fucking, oh, fuck. They invite oh, her to God the ball, it. and if she. No, I didn't. I didn't forget my brain just merged Governor Ratcliffe and Daniel Radcliffe, and it broke me for a second. All right, go on. No, more just like picturing that that merger. All right, go on. With the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you meant go on with the movie. I thought you meant describe it. I was like, no. I can't. I don't no, go on with shit. the movie. Okay, absolutely not. Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, so Ratcliffe uh, convinces King James, like you said, to invite her to the, the hunt ball, which we're given no detail on, but I can assume is probably a 
ball that they throw before having a big hunt the next day or something. Or shit. after having a big hunt. Or after. Either before or after. It's got to be one of the two. Unclear. Actually, I guess it is after because they bring in a bear. Um, <laughs> uh, but to which John Rolfe is immediately like, oh, fuck, that's not going to go well. Because yeah, um, they like sir? condition the fucking Armada shit on her being able to act, on her being like sufficiently civilized. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, what? If she's not a savage, then it'll go fine. Not accounting for the fact that maybe her culture would have her see this and go, that's really fucked up. You know? Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. <sighs> but the, yeah. This movie is not subtle. Um, uh, Rolf is like, say, well, bad news. We're going to have to, uh, 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 oh no, we're doomed. There's there's no way that this is going to work. And like, Pocahontas is like, bitch. It's uh, gotta just, work. It, just, I have you no just other gotta choice. teach me how to act Britishly and it'll be fine. Uh, and and that, so that's the next musical number <laughs> as they're giving her a a British makeover. Yeah. Yeah, they give her BRS, British recognition surgery. <laughs> God damn it. Um but yeah, they, oh, they oh, like fuck, they, no. No, it's British confirmation surgery. There we go. Oh my god. I did the joke wrong. Anyway, that's fine. I for, I forgive you. <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm sorry, I'm messing with she, like. She wears heels and she toys. and a corset and a big hoop skirt, and she puts her yeah. hair up in curls. Yeah, they she, try like a bunch of different hairstyles. Mrs. Jenkins says specifically that John has always had a thing for uh, girls in curls. I'm pretty sure is, she's trying to set the two of them up. Gotta be right. She saw these two and was like, "Hey, these two are the right age to fuck." Um, I don't, I, 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 I understand that one, it's the style and two, this is probably what would happen. I don't like them powdering her. So, uh, At so least much. they don't make her look that much paler. She is a, like a couple True. shades paler. True. I just don't like that. It's a thing that she has to do to try and fit in. Yeah, that's fair. Really fucked up. Um, I mean... The thing about Pocahontas in this movie is that she's kind of gender. You know? Like, she has... She... (laughs) The thing that I kept noticing about her face is that she has, like, a jawline. Yes. Like, it's pretty comparable to to some of the men's, actually. It is, honestly. Like, the way that she's she's drawn, which is, on the on the other hand, kind of unfortunate because that's the thing that like Native yeah, Americans get stereotyped yeah, for. Yeah, because it's kind of racialized. But on the other hand, as as a transgender <laughs> woman, it makes me feel seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, as a transgender person with like an angular face and long black hair, you know, I can see where that would be absolute where that would absolutely be affirming. Um. Fucking ah, ah, I almost fell down. Um, they ah, there's there's the joke where like she runs out in her underwear, which is yeah British just, long underwear. Yeah, British long underwear, and like Rolf is all embarrassed and stuff, and it's like my guy. All you can see are her hands and her feet and her face and her ankles and her ankles. Calm the hell down. Like he's doing the thing where he's like got his head turned and he's like hiding his eyes and she's just like, look, she put me in new clothes. Isn't this cool? And she's like, yeah, that's your underwear. 
Uh, yeah. She's like, oh it's my god, nice dress. It's a, it's a very nice, like, golden rod, yellow hoop skirt, and her and her yeah, hair the is very, final dress very is high and done up in curls. And she's got, an, uh, she puts, she takes off her her necklace, which seems to be of some importance to her. I don't know. I haven't seen the last one. And puts on like a new like like crystal necklace. Yeah. It's yeah, like What's like Kat says that. Yeah, it it's her mother's necklace that like her father made. Did her dad make it for her, or am I confusing that with Avatar? And um, Katara's necklace. All we know about the necklace is that it was her mom's and Powhatan gave it okay. to her. Okay. 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 It's a very interesting <laughs> shade of blue. I wonder how they could have gotten that dye back in, you know, the, the 17th century. Huh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Don't know. But yeah, so it's, and again, like the moment is treated very symbolically, which, I mean, cool on the animators. But yeah, so she, she takes off her necklace and puts on. A fancier necklace that oh coincidentally also has a blue gem, so like symbolism. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard for me to put into words, but like if you watch the moment, you can like see what they're doing. It's her like giving up her culture to fit in, and I honestly one forgot to pay attention to see if they actually did this, but I really thought they were gonna have her like still go barefoot or something. But no, she's got heels. Okay. I assumed they probably ended up putting shoes on her, but I forgot to look. No, there's like a bit later in the movie when she's running away and she kicks off her heels so she can run properly. Oh, you're right. There is. Okay, so yeah, there we go. But yeah, for some reason I thought that the movie would do that and have her like still be barefoot. Like, no, it's sticking with what I with what I know or something. That's also just me. That that yes. might be me remembering a detail from something entirely unrelated. And now that I say it out loud, I think I'm thinking of fucking Toph from Avatar being forced to wear shoes and then kicking the souls out of them because she uses her feet to see. Uh, meanwhile, I don't... Uh, Tomokoma also gets uh, also gets prepared and dressed up for... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're fucking mic peeking. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. Hang on one sec. David. One sec, one sec. Did someone... Was there someone in the background... I could have huh? sworn I heard okay, Veer in that, the background that's... commenting on how fucking loud the peaking was. It wasn't Veer, <laughs> but my boyfriend's here. Okay. You, you two just sound background. similar from very far away. Yeah, no, he's over on his phone on the couch. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Cranberry, if that scared you, I'm also sorry. Uh, I actually don't know where he went. The... He was in his ambush tunnel. Where did he go? I don't know. Anyway... Fucking! I have so many tabs open for. I have so many tabs open for this. Oh, there he is. Uh, but yeah. Um, also, like, but the, yeah, the file photo of Tomokomo on Wikipedia does have the file painting of Tomokomo on Wikipedia does feature him wearing like a shirt. So it's not so quite that. a shirt. It's like a a robe that goes over one arm and down, almost like an ancient Greek oh, toga. Yeah. But that is definitely yeah. like a upper body covering. Meanwhile, in this movie, he is shirtless. He wears basically like a loincloth of some device on his lower body. I'm, and in order to, I don't. Did he have the feathers in his hair before the before he got dressed up for the ball? I want to say yes because he like specifically points to his yes. where he's drawn. Like, he he, put, he puts on the he puts on his special like fancy face paint. The two the two that, blue lines. Yeah. It does look pretty cool, actually. It does, to be fair. Yeah, they go, they I, go I went to, to try to find. I went um, to try to look at pictures of him. It looks like they have him wearing a shirt, 
when he was still in Virginia. So, like, what the fuck? But why did he take his shirt off? <laughs> I don't was know. It just for the purposes of the bit? Because, like, the, like when they go to the ball, uh, John James Rolfe, John Rolfe, uh, and Pocahontas, they go they go to the ball together. There's some whispers about her. And then fucking uh, Uti Tomokamo, uh, he gets stopped by a bounce by like a snooty little bouncer guy and says you can't come in and who says you can't come in without a shirt. And then oh yeah, so he's still uh, that guy. Off and then uh, they cut away and he is heard stealing the man's shirt. Yeah, and so throughout the rest of this ball, he's like awkwardly wearing he's this wearing an very ill-fitting, too small shirt, extremely loud like bright purple shirt. Yeah. And we do cut back over to the guy who's shirtless. sitting there trying to maintain his decorum, now completely shirtless, but still with the ruffled collar thing. Yeah, he adjusts his collar. Yeah, some ball shit happens. Yeah, there's dancing. There's, I don't know. There's dancing. Uh, Rolf and Pocahontas don't get to dance together because some, some asshole steals the dance. She com- yeah. she comports herself well. In her head, she's going over proper terms of address for the king, which I thought was, oh, yeah. was nice. Uh, and then we get to the dinner scene. Yeah, I found a picture of Tomokomo. Uh, they have they have the... The, they they go to sit down. Uh, like, oh yeah, yep, that's a picture of him. Look how loud <laughs> that shirt is. God, okay, so I it's, love it. It's it's a it's a pink button up. With purple and yellow, <laughs> with gold and purple striped sleeves. Yes. And like a, a collar and like the frills on the wrists. Also, he's the wearing That's shoes, but Pocahontas wasn't previously. I don't okay. know. I, I did characterize him improperly. He's wearing a loincloth, but also he has pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like from the, you see from the side that it, this is like, attached to the pants so it's not even like the pants are just kind of long and like draping over like this is a separate thing yeah i'm unclear <laughs> what the purpose of that piece of cloth is i don't know <laughs> he has uh, he has i think a bit of twine wrapped around his left uh so that is, he didn't have to draw a bulge <gasps> he has oh a my bit God. Of twine wrapped around his left knee for unclear purposes but also yeah he's Cat. he's very tall they make a point of how tall he is Oh, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shenanigans happen. We move to dinner. Uh, eh. They do the, oh, they do the little pageantry of, like, pulling the chair out and being all polite about it. And then one of the king's cronies, I think it might have been Ratcliffe, like, uh, arranges for the guest of honor to have a seat right ne- to have a seat, at, I believe, at the king's right hand. Yeah, so, I, uh, I don't remember if that was Ratcliffe or just some dude. Oh, we did previously see Ratcliffe bribing the most sinister-looking man you've ever seen earlier in the movie yeah, to make it so that. that nothing goes right. Uh, I see. So yeah, they uh, Pocahontas eh. successfully navigates the thorny social situation of sitting of like getting into the chair next to the king, and yeah. uh, she pays him a backhanded compliment. Uh, you must ha- you must be a great king to have so many subjects and uh, the loyalty of such fine men, which I feel is kind oh, of a yeah. backhanded compliment. Yeah, with her like definitely knowing about Ratcliffe. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, and the fact but he that doesn't take it that way. He's about him directly. It's just like, well, you're the king of a place where there's lots of people. Yeah, 
and the, the people are the people are pretty cool, and they made you the king. So I guess you got to be great too, right? <laughs> yeah, and um, then Ratcliffe shows up to ruin everything with an with an extremely obvious like song. Yeah, yeah, it's what, what you mean the, the song, the song where they yeah, say nothing how he's is... a villain, but like he's not saying he, but like he he can't say it outright, but he's gonna go as far as he can in saying it without saying it outright. What you mean the song where he says nothing is as it appears thirty times? Yep. <laughs> the point of this song is that there are clowns and also nothing is, uh, everything is never as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Honestly, this one was kind of fun, but like I said, this is mostly because it has like Clopon from um, Hunchback Energy. Um, I'm looking up which song I just made a reference to. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, um, the song happens, is... and then the clowns from the song who were real—they're like jesters. Uh, they continue to be characters <laughs> even in the movie, even after the song's over. Uh, it's bear baiting time, baby. Uh, yeah, Steven, you, holy shit! You want to talk about bear baiting for a bit while I go tee you up to get owned by me talking about <laughs> like history? <laughs> sure. Um. So yeah, bear baiting. They they fucking they bring a bear out, uh, chain wrapped around its neck, and just start just stabbing it with what looks like fucking tridents, like. I not pitchforks. Dogs, like in real life, but I think that would have been a little bit too violent for Disney. Wait, they did what? Correct. Bear baiting was very popular in Great Britain from the 12th until the 19th century. Uh, from the 16th century, many bears were maintained for baiting. In its best-known form, arenas for this purpose were called bear gardens, consisting of a circular high-fenced area, the pit, and raised seating for spectators. A post would be set into the ground towards the edge of the pit, and the bear changed to it either by the leg or neck. Several well-trained well fighting or baiting dogs, usually Old English Bulldogs, would then be set on it, being replaced as they got tired or were wounded or killed. In some cases, the bear was let loose, allowing it to chase after animals or people. Neat! Awesome! Love that! And yeah, like, uh, the two people that it mentioned... And one of the two people that it mentioned... Okay, so here's two things Wikip um, Wikipedia mentions that are directly relevant. Uh, Henry VIII was a fan and had a bear pit constructed at his Palace of Whitehall. Uh, the the one place in London that we know for sure that the real Pocahontas and Tumbacomo actually did meet the king. Huh. Probably not in the same sort of place as they were doing the bear, build, bear baiting, but the same, like, palace. Yeah. And... Uh, it mentions that Elizabeth I was also fond of the entertainment. It featured regularly in her tours. When an attempt was made to ban bear baiting on Sundays, she overruled Parliament. Uh, Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth I, the direct predecessor of uh, King James, the guy in the movie. Yeah. I love that it, it wasn't even banning it outright. It was just like, maybe that's not a Sunday thing. And she was like, no, it, it is. I need it. I'm going to just look up pictures of bears. Because bears make me happy. No, I didn't mean the Chicago Bears. God damn it. Do the Chicago Bears not make you happy? <laughs> I do not uh, care after about all, sports. We are all from Chicago. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. Now you can look it up. <laughs> we are all from... Is this a, a thing? I I'm getting basically nothing. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll find I'll find the meme for you. Okay. 
Is it Chicago the Musical? Because I like that one. I haven't gotten to watch that in a while. <laughs> All right, I found it. Uh, Disney Nature Bears. Oh, just bears playing in the snow. Oh no, Chicago Firefighters. Yeah, and and the and and their team a slogan: "We are from Chicago." Oh shit! <laughs> Former, we're from Chicago. They decided to break that up. Yeah, as a result <laughs> of uh, court proceedings. What? I cannot Look, fathom the court proceedings. That's incredible. Anyway, don't worry um, about it. <laughs> I'm gonna look at this picture of a bear playing in the snow. Oh. Hang on, bear. Anyway, <laughs> fucking Pocahontas is horrified by this, as she should be, because holy shit! Oh no, what's happening now? Oh no, what is this fan culture? All fans of the Chicago firefighters are from Chicago. <laughs> What's so what? What someone chooses to be a fan of the Chicago firefighters? They are from that moment from Chicago. At this time, it is unknown if this changes should a fan no longer support the Chicago firefighters, as no one has yet been full enough to try. Common chants include "We're from Chicago" and its variations. It is also commonly shortened to WAFC and accompanied by the fire emoji. Yeah, the fire Occasionally, it is a hashtag. Fans will shout these chants together in unison as a show of solidarity for many events, including winning a game, gaining a point, or even personal achievements. It is considered a greeting, farewell, and motto all at once. When asked, Fans indicate that the we in We Are From Chicago either refers to everyone who has ever and will ever be a fan of the firefighters or every being to exist. It is not known which of these is the truth. Why does this feel like some fucking um, Night Vale shit? Yeah, we are all from uh, from uh, Chicago, including famous <laughs> firefighter uh, Parker, uh, including famous firefighters Parker Power. Parker Para and Ned Pacheco. Sure. I don't know enough about sports to know if this is a thing I should call you out on or if this is just a bit. But. Hey, uh, <laughs> Nerd uh, Pacheco was playing for Philly, like my hometown, at the time that he uh, was retired from, was effectively retired from the league. Nerd. Corner. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, the movie. The movie. Um, Pocahontas hates it, and that's super fucking fair. Yeah. Uh, but the king loves it. He's like, nah, this is my favorite, actually. I'm getting shushed. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah, she accuses the king of being a savage. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Ratcliffe tells him to put them in dungeons, and he puts them in the dungeons and declares war. On the patents, and he's like, "Send the armada." <laughs> and Pocahontas and Tomokomo get put in the Tower of London, which was still being used as a prison at the time. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Um, and th- this is <sighs> fucking. Which we transition to a bar, right? Yes. Yeah, some asshole is t- t- talking about this in a bar. I forget the name of the bar. You see it for like half a second on the sign out front. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, probably like we're from London or some shit. 
Um, it, it had something to do with a pig. I honestly don't remember. It might. Um, but yeah, some 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 dude is just talking loudly about this at a bar because sure. And then and so, a man and in the corner. It was uh, not important at all. A, a man in the corner was like a hood. It was sitting at a table. Like, here's the name Pocahontas and immediately gets up to go. And, like, we cut back to where he was and, the, like, there's a fucking... The, his mug fell over and the sound of horse yeah. and the sound of hoofbeats as he rides off in his big fucking cloak. And the guy's like, I wonder what was up with him. I appreciate that they don't... That they slow roll you on who exactly this is. I mean... I do appreciate, like... You you could probably figure it out, but I do I do appreciate that they do actually like wait a a, a reasonable amount of time to reveal it. Yeah, because um, because yeah, we 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 follow him leaving. He goes to where John Rolfe. Yeah, is we go panicking. to we go we get we go to John Rolfe's like house place whatever. Yeah, and then the hooded man shows up and like, yeah, I think they like, like draw swords on one another for a second before probably something like that. Yeah. And then we cut to the hooded man, like in like in chains, like his hands are clamped together with one of those boards. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and John Rolfe is rowing up into like, I guess the tower of London. Does it have access from the Thames? Possibly. I don't know. Probably. And the and uh so, so, and the guard like yells at them and he's like, "I'm John Rolfe. I've got a prisoner." And they're like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, gate. this is normal." And 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 the, the animation is good because this guy really like over because John like overacts this whole scene. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, Rolfe like overacts this whole scene. So uh, they they go up and then like the hooded. The hooded man like gets free somehow. Like Oh no, I remember the- this. I remember this because it was funny. He basically like shoves his hands really fast at another guy's hands, and the board slides off of him onto think, the other guy. I think this might be like we find out very quickly that the, that the two of them are in cahoots. So it's possible that like he intentionally didn't even really clap him uh like Secure him very tightly so that he could throw, so that he could immediately break out when the time was right. Basically, yeah. So yeah, it, it becomes clear pretty quick that they've planned this because, like, in the commotion, like while the guards are distracted, Rolf grabs the keys, and then the one guard, and then he's to the one, and then uh, Hooded Man runs off, and Rolf is to the one guard, like, "What are you doing? Get, capture him!" And then once the guards aren't around anymore. He hurries up the stairs with the keys to go rescue Pocahontas and Tomokomo, who's also in the cell. I, I, yeah. I feel like we don't see him in this scene, and we just see him when they leave, but that could just be me missing him. Uh, but yeah, he they 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 go to her cell, and they like let her out. She's mad and yelling at the guards, and they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. So they knock the guards out. Yeah, they, they, he, and, uh, Rolf has a decent sword fight with the guards. I believe this is where around where the reveal happens. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's because she's like, wait, who the fuck is this? And he's like, it's me. And it's like, it's me, John Smith. I'm not dead. Ha ha. I'm blonde. Ha ha. And then they do a bit. I do think, I do think there was a cool like fight bit uh, where uh, 
Rolf is like sword fighting a bunch of guards on a narrow tower, and uh, Smith like unbars a door and then takes the bar and uses it to shove them all off into the water. Yeah, and then the two Johns like banter about style. <laughs> they they keep having Rolf make like fencing poses whenever he's done yeah, fighting. Like, and I think Smith ribs on Rolf for not having enough style. Or something like that. Yeah, something probably. like that. Because that, very... that comes back later. It does? I yeah. honestly don't remember. There's, there's a minor callback to that later, and I will point it out when it, oh, when okay. it comes up. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, so they, they escape. tries to and... convince Pocahontas to stay hidden with him, but she goes for like, no. trying to stop the war. After a big yeah. argument between the three of them. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they escape from the guys, and then... At some this point, Pocahontas takes the her thing. shoes off, and she's barefoot again. Yeah. and uh, This is where they do the thing uh, when they all get on horses to leave, where Tomokomo is yeah. just like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm going to pretend to ride a horse. And he's like, yeah. sure. Because yeah, they ask him, do you, do you want to ride or do you want to run? And he, he just runs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they... They go to uh, Rolf's house, right? I think. I think, so. I think that's where the conversation about whether they want to... Like, try and stop the armada. Okay, happens, and then they go, they they go back to the confe- palace and they confront the king. And Pocahontas has some chats about how Radcliffe is like about something, something, and then Radcliffe some tells me something, something. Uh, yeah, and then oh yeah, we and then they bring out John over, Smith, and um, everyone gasps. Yeah, because like <laughs> we actually, skipped over when she like tells them no, don't attack the bear. Like I said, this movie's not subtle, so she like just straight up said, like, dude's like, stop being a savage, and she's like, no, you are the savages. Think about that. Yeah, and then... And he's like, I won't, and instead go to jail. Yeah, well, yeah, but, like, there's something about... I remember that there was this... that John Smith does a big reveal, uh, like, he told you I was dead, which is one of the lies that he told you, because clearly I'm alive. Yeah. And I love when, like, um, they first reveal him they try to do the whole oh my death was greatly exaggerated or he, whatever, he literally but, like, says the line greatly the line. exaggerated yeah she's like oh, i thought you were and he goes greatly exaggerated and it's like come on man say the whole line <laughs> uh i think the i think the exact exchange is uh they told me you were dead that was greatly exaggerated there we go it was that yeah um but yeah so they they yeah. go. They bust into the. James king. finally figures out that Ratcliffe has been lying to him this entire time. He sends. Yeah. He he sends um, the main cast plus some extra guys, I guess, to stop the Armada and to King yeah. Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe like pulls the gangplank up as they're showing up, which is pretty funny. And then yeah. uh, some- we first did get like a moment between Pocahontas and Anne, which I wrote down the line because it's another one that's fucking wild. Where, like, when she's trying to appeal to James, and, like, I forget exactly what it is that she says, but uh, Anne is like, there is no gold, is there? And, like, you can see, like, where that, and that's the point where she's like, oh, we should probably stop Ratcliffe. And it's like... But, yeah, and that's the segue I mean, into, that was just another one of his lies, like, me being dead. Yeah, yeah, because, and it's like, yeah, there's there's no gold, and that's another reason to, to um, not go real, along with uh, this. Funny, but real historical... Uh, Let's see. But, like, also everything else that would be wrong with what you're doing, you know? 
In early January 1608, nearly 100 new settlers arrived with Captain Newport on the first supply, but the village was set on fire through carelessness. That winter, the James what? River froze over, and the settlers were forced to live in the bur burned ruins. During this time, they wasted much of the three months that Newport and his crew were in port, loading their ships with iron pyrite, fool's gold. Oh my fucking god. That's why they thought there was gold in the... I swear to god. You ever just want to go back in time and slap people? Yes. Constantly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, they do a bit where all of them like board the ship in a different way. Like Rolf just uh, Rolf, I think just straight up jumps for it. I think I kind of forget how okay, he got one there. Of the, Rolf, one of the men just straight up jumps for it. Um, uh, Pocahontas swings on a rope. Yeah. Um, the two animal friends nearly fall in before being saved by Tomokomo, who picks them both up and then jumps into the harbor. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is which was pretty funny, and then the other the other uh, John dives into the water and then like gets winched up on the anchor. Yeah. Anyway, sure. like, uh, the main thing I remember from during this fight is like again, this movie is not subtle uh, because we get a thing where like um, Pocahontas is sitting in front of a big-ass Union yes, Jack. Yes, 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 yes. we yes, see the shadow of... It's a big-ass Union okay. Jack, A, which is anachronistic. The Union Jack didn't exist yet. And B, like, you see the shadow of Ratcliffe behind the flag, and then he performs an act of symbolism by completely yeah. destroying a symbol of of the British Empire in general and British naval power in specific. Yeah. <laughs> in All in his quest... To kill this one native girl. Yeah. So like, you know, and she, but also he like rips even that before that, the he did not have threat. to go that hard. Also, why was the flag so big? I don't know because it seems like flags on boats normally are just regular size. Yeah, they're normally just reg. I'm pretty sure they're just regular sized. Maybe a little bit larger, but mostly just regular sized. But yeah, uh, R. Smith appear Smith appears and fights one Radcliffe on on one. They do some banter. Radcliffe is swinging this really heavy sword around, and yeah, uh, and he's being nimbly evaded and fought back against by Smith. <laughs> At one point, Radcliffe pulls a dagger. I wish we had had more of that because my number one favorite sword fighting style is big sword and little sword. You know, you ain't wrong. But yeah. Oh, you mean like, like he, yeah, he defeat, yeah, yeah, you're not He wrong. defeats him one-on-one. -on -one. He doesn't knock the sword out of his hands. He forces him to sheathe the sword, which I thought was interesting. And then ah. uh, Ratcliffe is in the middle of like blubbering and and like apologizing and shit before he pulls his fucking pistol and seamlessly switches to villain monologue. Yeah. Oh, somewhere in here, the his anchor gets dropped and like the yeah, boat they, goes all... They're like... Uh, uh, he shouts to Pocahontas, like, Pocahontas, drop the anchor, and she pulls the big metal thing, and the anchor starts falling, and the anchor anchor goes, and, like, the ships all, like, collide, but not hard enough to damage anything. Yeah, just enough to be, like, we're not, we, we don't have to draw the background moving this entire time. Yep. And, <laughs> uh, he, here's the callback to the bit from before, because it looks like, uh, James, John Smith is about to get owned with a gun, and then... <laughs> Uh, John Rolf fucking hits him with the bow, hits him overboard with, Wikipedia says the ship's mast, I'm pretty sure it's the bow of one of the ships. Maybe? It's de it's a definitely some sort of long spur. It's a, it's a big old bit of wood. Yeah, it's a long sideways spur, it looks more like the, the prow of a ship than a mast. 
and uh, he and he makes a quip about that about being stylish, which is the callback. That, okay, uh, but then I think I want to say James and Anne show up on another boat. And okay, so what happens after this is uh, he does this little hero- heroic speech, and then if I recall correctly, he cuts him down and he falls into the water. Was that it? He definitely ends. Uh, he had definitely, and he one hundred percent definitely ends up in the drink. Oh, okay. And I recall thinking, uh, you can't see the land from this shot. You can't see the land from any of these shots. Um, <laughs> that guy's very he- he's he's a very large man. I think in the first one he was supposed to be fat. In this one he looks a little bit more muscular. But either way, yeah, he's he's huge compared to most of the others. Like. Tomokomo is very tall, but also very thin. This guy's just huge. And he falls yeah, into the water, and he's this pompous, like, governor guy. I remember thinking, there's no fucking way that guy knows how to swim. <laughs> they just killed that man. Right? Like, I'm, he Especially because he's wearing too, armor like this Either he's just movie. splashing around futilely, or he actually goes under before they, like, hard cut to him hauling himself out of the water at the docks and immediately getting Don't worry arrested. About it. <laughs> he got saved through editing. But, like, I remember thinking, I can't believe they just killed that guy. No, see, he's fine. Look, he like, got out. If this wa- if this wasn't, like, a Disney movie, he would have been dead. Right. He would have been still called dead. Especially because he's been wearing, like, a suit of armor this entire time. Yeah, like, he's been wearing black- either very heavy clothes or just straight-up armor. It looks, I'm pretty sure it looks like the armor that they have him, like, Iron Man suiting up sequence put on at the end of the first movie when he's expecting a fight. So, like, I'm pretty sure it was a suit of armor. But yeah, that man should have sank. Bullshit division. Yeah, Uh, like a thousand percent. uh, John Smith gets a royal pardon in his own ship. Yay! And he's like, oh, we're gonna Pocahontas, we're gonna go see the world, and it's gonna be awesome. You'll be with me the whole time, because we're definitely still in love. And then Pocahontas friend zones him. Yeah, a little bit. But it's fine because he's got a boat. Like he's fine with it. He's like, he, oh, he's, well, not, all right, he's, he's not actually all that bothered because he has a boat. Yeah. See. Fuck. We forgot to do pronoun <laughs> fuck checks. Bitch, fuck, fuck bitches. Get a boat. Uh, hey, can we do a pronoun check? We forgot to do it earlier, and I would like to end. It, it would be cool if we just do it in the middle of the episode when no one's expecting it. Oh, you know what? Honestly, fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm he, him, and they, them. Uh, hi, I'm Ash. I use uh, she, her, and it. It's. Uh. Cat, are you still here or did you fall asleep? I'm here. Pronouns. Pronouns? Yeah, what are, we're doing pronouns. a pronoun check mid episode. What are your pronouns? Oh, she. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, anyway. Okay, so um, uh, interestingly enough, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Okay, yes, the the woman that got to play Pocahontas' uh, uh, speaking voice is of native descent. Uh, I'm, huh? pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that the person she who does her singing voice is just straight up a white, white woman. Probably. Uh, I know in the, duh, I'm trying to remember. Cause that's, duh, I can't remember to tell you the truth, but I do know that the woman who does her speaking voice is actually going to have a bit part in the uh, upcoming live action adaptation of avatar. Neat. Huh? The wait, wait, is that still happening? Which avatar? Not the blue people. The, the last airbender. They're doing another one. Yeah, I remember seeing a thing a while back. So it's a show, not a movie, and it's supposed to be a lot more um, faithful to the series. Um, Okay, yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah, the casting and everything is done, so, I mean, 
like the kids they picked to play the, you know, the main three, Katara and Aang and uh, Sokka all look really good. Uh, Daniel Day Kim is going to be Ozai. Okay. Uh, well, I was wondering about that because of, of the four nations, the, the one that's the most American is clearly the Fire Nation. Like, that's the whole allegorical point, isn't it? Uh, maybe maybe they're supposed I mean, to be like Imperial. Yeah, I mean, they're the other you know, kind of like Imperials because like, they have like the whole indoctrination in the schools and stuff. Maybe, maybe they're supposed to be uh, Imperial Japan? I think that's where like where they're influenced from. It's like each nation yes. is influenced by another. No, wait. Um, the Fire Nation, I want to say it was based more on <laughs> China because that's the funny thing about the comics is that the oh, um, artist... Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the funny thing about the comics is that the guy doing the comics, Gene Yang, is of Chinese descent, and you can really tell that he starts gearing them, like at least artistically, more toward Japanese. Right. <laughs> that's interesting. Because like no one wants to be the villains, right? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't try making them more American. That also, like, that honestly also would have been funny. Like American Fire Nation absolutely fits is the thing. Yeah, a bunch of ruthless imperialists. But anyway, we digress. Anyway, uh, we do digress. We're nearing the end of the film. Yay. Uh, as Pocahontas later prepares to return to Jamestown, she finds Rolf waiting for her on the ship, having chosen to go live with, go and live with her in Jamestown. Uh, for some reason, Tom yeah. Como is staying in London. Yeah, I don't understand what that's about. Like, they have him hanging out with Mrs. Jenkins, like, they're friends now. I don't know when that happens. But she's also got the bear, which, like, sir, <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, more, understand. More, uh, more, more stuff from the actual real visit that this resembles. Uh, they're brought before the king at the banqueting house in Wakefield Palace at a performance of Ben Johnson's Mask, The Vision of Delight. According to, according to Smith, both Pocahontas and Tom, Tomokomo did not realize who they had met until it was explained to them afterward. Tomokomo was disappointed that the king did not offer a present. Saying to Smith, you gave Pohatan a white dog, which Pohatan fed as himself, but your king gave me nothing, and I am better than your white dog. Huh. Wait, what? I mean... Sorry, I was also looking at Pocahontas' voice actress. According to Smith, so Pocahontas and Tomokomo did not realize who they had met until it was explained to them afterward. Tomokomo was disappointed that the king did not offer a present. Saying to Smith, you gave Pohatan a white dog, which Pohatan fed as himself, but your king gave me nothing, and I am better than your white dog. <laughs> Well, He's got right. a point. Man's got a point. Huh. Yeah, not wrong. But the movie's over, by the way. It's ended. It is. Um, they ahistorically decide that I guess they're both going to go live in Virginia because they definitely in the real in real life stayed in England. Like I don't know if Pocahontas ever went back home. Is the thing. Uh, when Tomokova returned to Virginia, with Samuel Argo and Rolf in March sixteen uh, seventeen. Okay, do, 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 do I have a page open for the actual Pocahontas? I'm not sure. Uh, yes. In 1617, the Rolfs set Seraphil, Virginia. They were married at this point, I believe. Yeah. Po Pocahontas died in Kent, England, of unknown causes, aged 20 or 21. Yeah. So, yeah, they were going to go back to Virginia, but she didn't make it, which is cool. Yeah, she married the tobacco planter, John Rolf, in April's... 1614, at the age of about 17 or 18. Cool. Awesome. Oh, on this trip, she may have met Squanto. Yep. Huh. Wild. Wild. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a movie. 
I don't know why Tomokomo stayed in London. Nor do with I. Mrs. Jenkins. And I that fucks me up. Shipping. Like, I barely remember any of this movie, but every now and then I'll remember that, just that detail, and be like, why did they do that though? Okay, apparently the Union Jack was named after King James the fir- the, fir- the sixth and first. Oh, really? Yeah, the Union Jacob. I'm but not fucking with you. That's a different name, though. Uh, Jack being a shortening of Jacobus, the Latin version of James. This is according to the Brits, by the way. Sure, uh, uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah, sure. okay, like, the Brits were the ones who invented having nicknames that make no fucking sense. Yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. Well, all right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. We're we're back at it again a day late because I went to see Barbie and got home super late. Anyway, also, Barbie, good movie. Ben Shapiro, bullshit. Um, I want that Why on record. Not? Right? Yeah. I mean, pointing that out, pointing I out struggle that it implies a time when he's not bullshit. This is true. I mean, he did think that Atlantis would start buying beach bro- beachfront properties. I don't remember that one, but he says a lot of things. <laughs> I was All right. being the H-Bomber uh, guy bit. Oh, oh. Damn, I haven't watched H-Bomber guy in a while. I think his also, hi, Dark I'm Souls here too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, you know who was missing... From the Atlantis 2 episode? Fucking Aquaman! God. Oh, I thought you meant um, on the recording. I was like, hang on, who did we have that time? I know, I was like, wait a second, we weren't missing anybody. Yeah, I was doing a bit. Yeah, okay. I mean, Tangerine Cat wasn't there for the first part. That's true. That's true. I was there for the goddamn question. Shut up. Yeah, we know. Uh Anyway, speaking of questions... You know that new sound you've been looking for? <laughs> where's the where's, there's the mailbag? But anyway, All right. That's about let's answer questions about the movie that starts with John Smith. It's stories a good cool guy. Yeah. Wink, wink, nod nod. If the only thing you know about him is his own journal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, even bad. Honestly, even if the only thing you know about him is his own journal, he's still an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was fine. I used my buddy as a shield. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, there's, a uh, fucking, there's, a, there's a line from the Wikipedia page about Tomokomo that I forgot to read in last episode that's vaguely relevant to things. Samuel oh, Purchase, no. a compiler of travel narratives, met Tomokomo at the home of, begin quote, my good friend, Dr. Goldstone, where he was a frequent guest and where I have both seen him sing and dance his diabolical measures and heard him discourse of his country and religion. <laughs> it's diabolical. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> the devil went down to London. Don't give them ideas. No, London is where the well- werewolves are. Oh, shit, you're right. And Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, and Spring Hill Jack. Ah, oh, fuck. I feel like I used to know what that is. He's just a devil man who jumps a lot and goes yeah. boo. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, How's that not a comic uh, book we character? should introduce ourselves and then do questions. Yeah, yeah I'm Steven again. Um, he, him, they, them. They, them preferred. Uh, hi, I'm Ash. She, her, it, it's. Oop. 
So I guess I'll go next. Uh, Well, normally I would chose about keeping I'm Nero bit going, but now it's kind of awkward having a fourth person here. So, hi, I'm here. I used to he hims. Um, No. What about you? Last person who hasn't introduced themselves. (laughs) Cat or Jojo, whichever one we get tonight. Hey guys. Welcome on, Steven. I was yawning. Anyway, Steven. we're doing questions. And the first one is from Yusuf, aka he did what in a cup in his cup? Who asks the the, the important the eternal question of why did this movie get greenlit? Was there no controversy back then about the portrayal of Pocahontas and the changing of the history around her? Man, we we live in a world where current day history textbooks are being rewritten to say that slavery was beneficial to the slaves. Absolutely not. There was not a controversy back then. Because how dare you tell people slavery was bad because it makes the whites feel bad. Yeah. I found an an LA Times article from when it was releasing in 1998. Oh. Apparently, the reason they greenlit this is because they wanted to, like, finish the story of Pocahontas. Also because Disney is bound and determined (laughs) to wring every drop of milk out of whatever cash cow teeth they've got rather than, God forbid, come up with something original. Honestly, yeah. it's mostly that. The first movie ended, like, as a complete story. Right. This uh, according to Bradley Raymond, the feature oh. really told the first half of her life with John Smith and when John Smith left America. In this one, she goes to London. It's a continuation of her life, and it's also the classic fish-out-of-water story. Sure. Well, we totally haven't done that a million other times with, like, right? Little Mermaid. Literally a fish-out-of-water story. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, also, apparently the reason Mel Gibson did not come back they had to get his brother instead was because he was too oh, yeah. tired after doing Braveheart. Yep, scheduling issues. <laughs> also, uh, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a bunch of major controversies about the first movie. There, honestly, yeah, there probably were. And also, I believe the second, this movie came out, like, at the start of Disney's direct to TV or direct to DVD slash VHS slash TV yep. sequels phase. Yep. Yeah, this one probably flew under the radar mostly. Honest too, Little Mermaid two, Lady and the Tramp two. Pretty sure we had at least Fox one and the of the Hound two. The- yeah. Yep. Pretty sure we had at least one of the Peter Pan sequels around this time. Mm-hmm. Or and God, oh, that was the actual in this. Be- theatrical release movie, I believe. Well, and also there was the yeah, this was a sequel. Uh, they described this as Disney's made-for-video sequel, Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World, $27, which arrives That's Tuesday in video stores. That's a lot yeah. of columns. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah one first... gonna, this one ain't gonna be popping out of the Disney vault anytime soon. Absolutely not. I don't even know if they uh, do next, a vault release of regular Pocahontas. Um, uh, Deep Sea comes to thoughts on how Shakespeare is alive in the Disney UK timeline at this point, but would be dead in our timeline then. I mean, well, yeah, the thing you got to said it's a title. There's many people who take on the mask. No, that's true. Oh my god, was a man. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare was a man. He lived for 52 <laughs> years, and then he died. He, uh, he was more than a man. He was a symbol. Yeah, he was born and then later died in Stratford upon Avon. <laughs> Yeah, I home on a trip in high school. It was fun. That area this had a good fudge shop. And during his time, he had an apprentice that he would tell every night that he was going to kill him in the morning. 
But he never did. This Boy. is just the Princess Bride. He most likely yeah. kill him in the morning. He flat out said he would. Have fun storming yeah. the castle. Do you think it'll work? It'll take a miracle. Yada, yada. Artie. We all know the bits. Yeah. Can we Artie. get back on topic? Don't you mm-hmm. dare say that. Come here. Lady. The bits Quit are trying great. To get out. It's just that I, I've literally been hearing them since I was seven years old. I'm 32 so, and I still haven't actually seen it. Inconceivable. Okay, yeah. I'll stop. I do not think I mean, it means what you think it means. Artie, get get over here. Quit trying to get out. Anyway, next Pouting question, Deep Sea asks, who do you ship Pocahontas with? Kita, 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 Kita. I'm 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 sorry. I'm who do we ship? Cat, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm I'm hearing Kita from the crowd. Yes, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Well, yeah, especially considering um, Atlantis too could establish that like all native cultures are Atlantis. That is true. They did do that. Or could also yeah. put her with Jenny from Tarzan. Still have like the you know less of a sissy version of John Rolfe. Because come on, Jane held her own with her umbrella against a pack of baboons. Desperately that was trying, pretty fun. Desperately trying to think of other Disney characters to crack ship. Uh, um, I don't know that many Disney characters off the top of head. Cusco. Um, Mulan. Cusco and the Beast. Jojo mm-hmm. just, vo- just voted uh, Yzma and Pocahontas. <laughs> really? Yzma Hannes. Um, what about, um, what's her name from Brave? Um, I- Actually, Isma was voiced by Eartha Kitt. A young Isma could be, could be something. Oh, oh, I I have a good Disney right. crack tip. Uh oh, oh yeah, it's one of Steven, it's one of Steven's favorites. Uh oh, oh, shut Mickey up. Well, they are father and son. Julie told me that to piss him off one time. <laughs> also, to I ask, tried to call her the peace and grace and to ask Stephen about that, but she said no. Keep things slightly organized. We have moved on to the next question of what are oh, your yeah. Disney crack ships? Yeah, what are your Disney crack ships? Uh, I think still I've say got, that I've got a real, I've got a real crack one brewing, but I'm I'm having a little trouble thinking of the second hat. Let me just go through the, all oh, of no. the various Disney movies. But to that I've give seen. my answer for who to ship Pocahontas with, I'll say the main character of Brave. Marilyn. Oh, okay, actually, yeah, oh, yeah. That'd, be a good one. that'd be a good one. Sergeant Calhoun. From Wreck-It Ralph 1 and Ray Star Wars. You know, though, is the thing. I'm here for that. My Disney crack ship would be, um... I mean, everyone's favorite Disney crack ship is, uh, fucking Poe and Finn. Yeah. Well, I think they would still just qualify as a ship. Since then, both in the same franchise and movie Yeah, but they're gay and there's not, and there's no gay people in Star Wars. <laughs> not True. outside of the backgrounds. That's that's the only there. problem that I had. Honestly, I liked Rose overall. The only problem I had is that introducing her like definitively killed Poe, and um, I immediately forgot his name. Finn. Like I was yeah. like, no, let the boys kiss. You're cool, but go somewhere else. <laughs> and one of the things is that the guy who played Finn basically got just pulled around because. Every time they would come in the movie, the director would, like, Abrams, and then uh, the Last Jedi's director, I forget his name, both was like, yeah, you're going to be a Jedi in this. But, you know, that didn't turn out to be a thing. 
Does anyone have any more crack ships, or should I read the next question? Oh, uh, there's I, the one that I actually put in the Discord, which is Donald and Turk. Which I don't on. think counts, because they are both in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's still funny. Uh, so the thing about King- crack ships is that they have to be from a media that does not, like, can connect. Also, I thought they just had to be things that wouldn't Turk work. would drive Donald into an aneurysm within, like, two hours. Uh, speaking of which, how would you write a, po- a Pochantos to fit into Kingdom Hearts? Uh, I would simply not. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I feel that like, seems like it would be a terrible well. idea. That'd be way too problematic. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you have, although I will say, Grandmother Willow being possessed by Heartless and just turning into a whomping Willow would be fucking hilarious. No, we we know funny. how this goes. It would be the same thing as um, cat what cover if years Goofy for a was second. Like a funny pug, and yeah. uh, Donald was like the bird, and now that I can get behind. was like a small English urchin boy. <laughs> but no, it would be. I mean, that is very good. But no, it would be like similar to when they tackled um, Hunchback, where like Ratcliffe yeah. would just like, fall to the Heartless or whatever and start commanding, like, a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, I, I actually have an idea that I just followed Uh-oh. up. Wolf is, like, a... You know how in Travis Town in the first game you had Merlin and the Blue Fairy kind of just chilling? Yeah. What if you had just Grandmother Rilla just chilling in a world? And she you know what? That of, I'd be okay with. Kind of like a mentor figure? Introducing summons and whatnot? Or, like, the summons of that game, or drive form, or whatever. I'd be okay with that. That could work. I'm pretty disconnected from the rest of Pocahontas. It's just Grandmother Rilla just being yeah. herself. Anyway, uh, next question, I think. If you could yeah. replace this film with a sequel to a different Disney film, which would you pick? I have None a fun, wild fucking bullet from the blue answer, and I'm waiting Yo. for everyone else to go before I say it. Ozzy and Jane. Flip it with that. I found the list. Granted, that would make John Smith a spy, which would be funny. Hmm. I got nothing, so as a rule, I tend to hate Disney sequels. I could go maybe for Bolt having a sequel. Like, it'd be a lot more chill, him, like, actually getting to explore, not having to do a bunch of action shit and just hanging out on the farm. No. Anyway. Yeah, he deserves it. Is it time for me to say my idea? Yes, do Let it. Me say the, real the, quick. Jojo, the wants to, Jojo has a suggestion. He says Wally 2. I said no. Eh. Wally, eh. well, Wally's sequel could be interesting, but I think it would, it's not that likely. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Chicken Little 2, just to see where they go. No, like no we're, do, oh. we're adding a sequel. Okay. Um, Robin Hood. Disney's I Robin mean, Hood. Interesting. Anyway, here here is my idea that none of you will ever expect. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, the loophole this already. question is question is it doesn't specify Disney animated film. Oh, no. Ooh, you're right. Uh, I am going to propose a sequel to the uh, 2004 docudrama Miracle about the real world sports game The Miracle <laughs> on Ice. Oh no! What's the sequel? <laughs> The sequel is literally any good any good sports docudrama. Just hire John Boys and have him write you a drama. Do a fucking oh, okay. like movieization of fighting in the age of loneliness. Have him fucking like make a whole ass story about the fu- about the one uh, pirates at Phillies game 
where they came back from a ten to nothing, and where they came back from trailing ten to nothing in the first in the first inning. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to change my answer to Fauci two. I was about to say Fauci. what the fuck. <laughs> so this it's been in the rules because it's taking National Geographic, but they're owned by Disney, so I'm counting it. God, but there's okay, a Fauci but, but documentary. Yeah, like... I was just scrolling through the list of non-animated oh. Disney films, and I found Miracle, and I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. that one." Because, <laughs> like, I, I am, I, I am a slut for uh, sports games that have nicknames, like the Miracle on Ice. Yeah, Artie. Um, from Aurora's not doing a funny name. Seen any cool animals lately? I um, mean, I'm looking at Cranberry uh, right now. He's always I, cool. I've been looking at a lot of pictures of uh, horseshoe crabs, but in real life, I haven't seen any very cool animals. I'm going on vacation to Connecticut soon, so maybe I'll see see some cool animals up there. Who knows? Um, I just got back from my brother's wedding, and during the night of the wedding, uh, me and one of the other people who rent was going back to the retreat that we're staying at. I noticed a deer eating someone's bush. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, deer. Let's mm-hmm. go, deer. Yeah. Get it, deer. I saw some deer on the side of the road the other night. Not like they had been hit. We were driving and they were just walking around. Oh, yeah. We was also coming back from oh. a different hotel that served, that had a bar that we could just order drinks from. Hey. And we went to buy the fireplace in the lobby area. Because they had a really, like, back lobby. And a pantry desk was used as a place for someone to store her out-of-state stolen in library books because I think we found like huh. a library copy of one for warrior books, and the <laughs> library was warrior from, cats. It was from a library from I think Kentucky hey, or Arkansas. Huh. That's my home state. I think, huh. which all oh, this was in Tennessee. I can't remember the exact state, but it was not Tennessee. Huh. Also, I found out that my brother is semi-connected to the Murdoch murders. Oh, Jesus Christ. Huh. But in the fact that... The fucking what? The Murdoch... Look it up on Netflix. There's this documentary. The Murdoch. That's a fucked up family. I would not like to, actually... Basically, I... it's a crooked-ass family. The son was, like, involved in an accident that killed a girl, and his family was allowed onto an well, action son, crime scene. Because he had busted in Pawpaw. Pawpaw was the one who died. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I'm... Hmm. Holy shit. Wait, how, how is your cousin direct connected to that? Um, he I did the murder. My brother was connected to it, but it wasn't enough. Like, it was a... Just close enough to where people thought they was going to get an actor to play him in the Netflix docudrama. Oh, no. I watched Ooh. that with my dad. Holy uh, shit. Already. Yeah. And my brother mentioned that he probably wasn't, but also one of his friends was talking about how people was asking him if my brother had dated Buster, and that's why he's going <laughs> to be in the Netflix show. So. dated Buster Murdoch? No, my brother did not date him. Okay. <laughs> but people thought that he did. Okay. No. <laughs> That's he, fucked up. He mentioned that. Cool. He mentioned he would have. 
Like, if he was going to marry into a corrupt family, they would need more <laughs> money than the Murdochs. Yeah. Honestly, you get fair. More corrupt families than that one. Granted, he's married now, so bad plans. I mean, it's not going to happen no, anymore. Yeah. Rich Brothers was smugly. Him and his husband Aww. are, dude, I'm guessing, on their honeymoon now. But yeah. Yeah, it was in a nice, lovely Presbyterian church, so very gay. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a seven thing, but I have never met a straight Presbyterian. <laughs> Steven dies in the background suddenly. That's just uh, you. <sighs> yeah. That's not even a southern thing. It's literally just you personally. But fair enough. Hey, are we to plugs now? Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. This one. Oh, yeah, there was one more accidental question. Do we want to, like, try and stretch this out a little? If you do, I'm turning it over to JoJo. Eh. Mm, yeah, oh, anyway, enough. one more question, though. From Deep Sea. <laughs> Are you going to watch the Tinkerbell movies? They're on the They're list, I'm pretty sure. They're... I'm assuming they are on the list because I'm yeah, pretty they sure are. they're on Disney Mo- Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah. As soon as y'all let me pick a movie, I'm gonna I'm going to explode your minds. Ooh. With some oh, which complete bullshit that none of you would have ever thought of. Which reminds me, we we should probably rejigger the rotation. Mm-hmm. We can either a do away with random and you're just that spot, or we can do the four of us and then random. And basically just make it five, a rotation of five instead of four. I, I personally like five, rotation of five, because I think yeah. a random kind of, like, gives a wild card. That yeah, is true. I, I like having random. Cool. When's the next random slot? I think I, you can just insert me into the into the random slot for, like, yeah. the next cycle Veer. or a couple of cycles, and then regenerate. Well, I mean, right the, now we're at, uh-huh. it would be tonight, Veer's pick, and the mm-hmm. next one would be your pick, Ash, and then after that would yeah. be random. So that would Which, work. as we discussed, right. that if you go after, if we add you in now going after beer and then do random after you and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. that would put you picking episode 69 as your first pick. Hell yes. yes. Nice. I want episode 69. <laughs> All right. All right. Veer, have you, have you thought of your pick yet? I have, but we usually say our picks after we do our plugs. Yeah, we All right. Let's oh, get I gotta get the list open. Mm-hmm. Ash, go. Uh, hi, I'm Ash. You can find me online at Awful World Kid in various of places. Yeah. Uh, my plugs remain uh, pretty similar. Uh, go check out CoolStation.Space if you like uh, video games. Uh, it's Space Station 13. It's sort of a hidden role game, sort of a simulationist uh, sand- sandboxy sort of thing. It's a mud, if you know what that is. Uh, it's... it's uh, Cool Station is a great server. Come check us out. We're always looking for new people. Coolstation.space. Uh, do I have any other plugs? Uh, play Lancer. Lancer RPG. It's good. Big fan. Uh, go play modded Minecraft. It's it's good. I mix. I miss Pixelmon so much. Anyway, I'm done plugs. Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Veer, not Nero. <laughs> I'm going to close that bit now. Sorry if you enjoyed it, but in honor <laughs> of Nero, who, since they technically may eventually come back, here's their plugs. Um, 
You can find him on Ventrita X at Dragon Smoochie, yeah. on co-host at Dragon Snuggler, on Tumblr at Cyclonus, but with a five instead of an S at the end. And you can find their podcasts such as Prime Cuts Pod, Iron Free Radio, um, and Talk Cycles. Yeah, you can find, I think, all of us on Resonant Beats at Resi Beats Pod on Twitter. Yeah! Yeah, which reminds me, I need to upload the latest episode, because I forgot <laughs> to do that yesterday. Same you got you. this, I believe in you. In the meantime, I got home at like 10.30. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Okay, some slack, but still, shame on you. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Um, in the meantime, I'm Steven. You can find me on Z at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's also... Dad underscore tastic Ralph. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, eventually, uh, there's Disney minus pod for this. There's the aforementioned Resi Beats pod, and there's Cloth Wednesdays, where I post a picture of Cloth every Wednesday because it's good and I like to see it. I'm Cat. You can find me okay. at the moment not on Musk first because he is being hey. an asshole on my phone, and I haven't gotten around to downloading it on my tablet. Um, of course, you can also find me again with everybody else here on Resident Beats, and you can find me also on Reverse Rebirth, where Steven is dragging me kicking and screaming through Kingdom Hearts, and also on Arc Nights, where Veer is attempting to drag me through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Someday next... I'll get my own one of those, and then it'll go in my plugs. <laughs> the the next um, Reverse Rebirth should, I think, be finishing... Uh, 358 over two days. We have like, I think, 20 days left to cover. We got this. We got this. It'll either be that we finish and probably have a little bit of a longer episode, or we'll barely not make it and have like a short-ish episode next (laughs) is probably what'll happen. So we'll figure that out when we get there. I'll say if that happens, we'll do like the little shortish episode and then do questions along with it if we need to. There you go. Um... I was about to say something, but I forgot. Anyway, fuck Disney, all that jazz. And uh, Sevilla, what are what are you inflicting? <gasps> oh, on us? duh. So <laughs> stupid. Oh, ow. I've noticed that lately we've been watching. We had a bit of like multiple super long movies, and we have done the directed TV movies, which are much shorter. Yeah, but I figured to. Continue the downward trend of shorter movies. <laughs> I am breaking the rules of a movie and picking Spider Wars, aka Yay! the last two episodes of the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon series, aka Hi. the original, the OG Spider Verse. I got a uh... neat. I'm intrigued. It basically, yeah, it's basically Spider Verse, but it's if only Peter Parker was Spider Man. What? The, and also one random guy Interesting. that we never learned the name of. <laughs> That's actually I really good. Know. Come on. What year was Honestly, this? I gotta know. I think you'll really like the bit of that guy being there, just because it's like, why the fuck did you get taken here? You do nothing for this thing. You have no powers. You have no power here. You have no power here. Gandalf, right? Or Gandalf Stormcrow. Also, if you don't know what the 1990s Spider-Man cartoons is, 
You've probably seen the meme of Black Suit Spider-Man chasing the shark kid, yelling, Shocker! I'll chase you to Vince of Earth! Sure. They didn't know that one, but that's really fucking funny. Right? Interesting. I need the year. I think it was like 1994. Well, that's when the show started, but like, it bugs me that I don't have the year for like that episode. We'll find it, Steven. Yeah. I know. In the meantime, fuck Disney. I said it early last time, but fuck Disney. Oh, 98. There we go. Support Zach after. Yes. Yeah. Support the writers and actor guilds on strike. Support the strike. No night is long enough. To end this light that shines on us. We have built a bridge of love between two worlds. Yes, we have built a love between two Thank you.